0: Can Bible prophecy be understood? Many say no. Well, if that's true, then how do we know there's a pre or a post tribulation rapture, or will there even be a rapture? Well, we will analyze these questions and many other topics from a biblical prophetic perspective, all while taking your calls on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. I will be taking your calls today. Uh, It's Friday, open line. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. The number to reach our operators, 1-800-363-8463. Now, I'll be taking your calls as well as if you have a question on social media Facebook, YouTube, things like that. You can post that question there, and I'll uh, I'll try to answer those as well as we go down through here. In some, for some opening dialogue, I had a guy call me today, and he has a he is blind himself. His wife is blind, and he has a ministry for the blind. <laughs> He's got a great question. And I told him, I said, I'll tell you what I'll do for open line today for the, my opening dialogue. I'll answer your question on the air. So here we go. He said, Luke twenty-one thirty-six, which states, Watch ye therefore and pray always that, that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. He's had people, he's been in some some discussions between pre- and post-trib rapture that this scripture, pray that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things, that that proves a pre-tribulation rapture. The question is, is that correct? Have you ever had that conversation where you're trying to explain to somebody that there's a post-tribulation rapture and they bring this scripture up? Or... Do you believe in a pre-tribulation rapture? And you've used this scripture as proof for that belief. Well, some people do believe that it is speaking, that this verse is speaking of a pre-tribulation rapture uh, and that you'll be caught away and will not be here on the earth during the great tribulation period. That you somehow could be counted worthy to escape tribulation. Now think about that scripture there. However, that is a contradiction to, uh, of Scripture because other Scriptures tell us that the first resurrection doesn't happen until at the very end of the Great Tribulation period. So, are these Scriptures contradicting each other? What, what's going on here? Well, if you look at Matthew 24, 29-31, Jesus said at the Olivet Discourse... They said, "This apostles said, hey, tell us, what's going to be the sign of your coming the end of the age? He gives all an account of different things that will happen. You're going to see wars and rumors of wars. Take heed that no man will deceive you. Many will come in my name and deceive many. He goes all the way down through there. He talks about the great tribulation in Matthew 24:15 through 21. And then he gets down to verse 29 and he says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, Will the sun be darkened, moon shall not give her light, stars will fall from heaven, the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the sign of the Son of Man coming in the clouds uh, with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet to gather his elect And from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. The elect there is not the Jews. It, there will be some Jews included in that. But it's not just the Jews, it's going to be the church. The elect there is the church. Those that have the testimony of Jesus Christ and have obeyed the gospel plan of salvation. So when did Jesus say this would happen? Immediately after the tribulation of those days. So was Matthew 20, uh, was, um, was Luke twenty one thirty six? is that contradicting this? Well, the question then becomes... What does this mean when Luke says when he pray therefore that you would be of worthy to escape these things? Will there people that are be found that will be found worthy to escape martyrdom or persecution? I mean, is that what the Bible's saying here? We've got to ask ourselves that. and to stand before the Son of Man, well if you go to you say, well, what does this mean? Well, if you go to Revelation 14 verse 13, it tells us what this means. It says, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the spirit that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. My father-in-law, Irvin Baxter, would fall in this category. He wasn't counted necessarily more worthy than the apostles or more worthy than all of the people, the Christians that have died for the last 2000 years, but he was taken out of here. And the, the terminology is counted that they may be worthy, that they may be, um, or lucky enough <laughs> to be taken early so that they would escape some of the things that will happen during the great tribulation. Um, Christians who have passed on, i.e. my father-in-law prior to the great tribulation will have escaped. But that does not prove a pre-tribulation rapture. Again, it would have to contradict all the other scriptures that prove a post-tribulation rapture. You have to understand the context of all of this and what's going on and look at all the verses that pertain to this topic. So we would not say that we as Christians in 2021 are more worthy to escape any kind of tribulation than the original 12 apostles, right? And you understand that eleven of the twelve of the apostles were martyred. So who am I that in 2021 I could say, "Well, I'm going to pray that I'm kind of worthy that I should be able to escape"? That's not what the Bible's saying here, or proving a pre-tribulation rapture. The church on the earth today is no more worthy to escape tribulation than all of our brothers and sisters that have went on before us. And so. But in 2021, there are people that think we should be able to just float out of here on a cloud. And the rapture happens, and then, you know, they say that there's a difference between rapture saints and tribulation saints, and uh, which is not scriptural. There's only one bride, everybody. And the Lord's only going to come back one time. The Bible says, at his appearing, singular. Not at his appearings, sing, plural, but appearing, singular. And so... Since we cannot take some scriptures and disannul other scripture, and the scripture clearly teaches that the first resurrection happens immediately after the tribulation, that's Revelation chapter 20, then we know that this is not a pre-tribulation rapture scripture. And so very important that we understand some of these things. Now when we get back, we'll go to some calls, I'll have some announcements, and, and I've got another question for you. When we get back from the break, there's got all kinds of topics to go. I got more news than we could go through in days here. So much is happening right now pertaining to Bible prophecy. It's really hard to keep up on it all, but we're doing our best.
1: Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Volume 1, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation. Featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations, you'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to ntime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study.
2: We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith. In the hearts of Christians around the world, we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1 800 END TIME right now. That's 800 363 8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Um, I got a quick announcement. Not this weekend, but next weekend, July 10th and July 11th, I'll be in Ann Arbor, Michigan doing a prophecy conference there on July 10th, uh, Saturday evening, 6 to 8 p.m. I'll be doing the big timeline that we came up with, uh, The Future According to Bible Prophecy. And then on July 11th, that's Sunday morning at 10.30 to 12.30, I'll be doing the Breaking Prophetic Fulfillments. I just did this in Flint, Michigan, and man, it was great. We had a time, and so if you'd like to have a, a come out to hear a great prophecy lesson, um, our team and, and myself, we put all this together, and it's really, really good. We had a great conference last weekend, and I've had great conferences since the beginning of the year, and we had a great crowd in, believe it or not, in Michigan. Well, they're starting to open up and doing away with mask mandates and all kinds of things like that. So, um, we had a great conference, a lot of visitors. Wow! And so, I look forward to seeing you guys in not this weekend, but next, the tenth and the eleventh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I'll be announcing that again uh, next week, as well as um, Doug and Vince. Now, got a couple calls I want to go to. They got some lines open. Uh, the number to reach me one eight seven seven three six three eight four 6 3. And let's go to Charles in Virginia. God bless Charles. Welcome to End of the Age.
3: Yeah. God bless you. Thank you. Hey, I was wondering during the uh, 75 day window from 1260 to 1335,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I was wondering if you thought the first 30 days could be the judgment of the nations, and then the final 45 days, Israel being rebuilt and the earth being restored, you know, back to Eden, or if you think it might be vice versa.
0: Right. So for the sake of our audience, Charles, let's bring everybody into the conversation and let me read the verses for them so they can know what we're talking about, okay? Mm -hmm. So in Daniel chapter 12, so when when the Bible prophesies about the timing of the tribulation, it always says it's three and a half years. It says 1,260 days, time, times, and half a times, 42 months which they're all three and a half years but when you get to Daniel chapter 12 the Bible says and from the time the daily sacrifice is taken away and the abomination maketh desolate set up there shall be 1290 days and blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the 1335th day so for everybody listening and Charles the question is What's the difference in the 1260 and the 1335 days? An extra um, 75 days there. So we do not claim to know the answer to this, Charles, because a lot of things are happening right there during that period. The Great Tribulation has taken place. We're at the end of the three and a half years. Jesus said immediately after that, the um, rapture would occur. But it also says at the end of the Great Tribulation, right there at the very end, that that's when the vials of the wrath of God are poured out. The first vial is poured out upon those who received the mark of the beast during the great tribulation. The Bible says, a noisome and griefsome sore will come upon them. And then it starts to go through the vials of the wrath of God. If you go to Revelation chapter 16, and I'm going to give you food for thought, something to consider here, Charles, because I talked to Irvin Baxter about this many times. We never could come to an absolute conclusion on step one, two, three. Here's what happens. But uh, if you go to Revelation 16, where it talks about, it's right here at the end of the Great Tribulation, the the timing that we're talking about right here. After about right at the end of the 1260 days, the Bible says that the, the vials of the wrath of God start to be poured out. It goes through the first six vials, okay? And then in verse 15, the sixth vial is of the wrath of God, is where the great river Euphrates is dried up, to make way for the kings of the east to come down against Israel to battle at the Battle of Armageddon. That's what's happening here. And then the Bible says, um, and I want to read it, and then I want to go to verse 15. And this this might help us out here, Charles, something to consider. At the sixth vial of the wrath of God, which is the timing that we're talking about right here, the Bible says, um, and the sixth angel was poured out. This is Revelation 16, 12. The sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, the waters thereof were dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of Satan, the dragon, the mouth of the beast, the Antichrist, and the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth into the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. This is going to be the battle of Armageddon. But this is the, that's the sixth vial. Now listen what happens here, Charles. In verse 15, the very next verse, the Bible says, behold, I come as a thief. This is the rapture here. The, The Lord only comes as a thief one time in the future. He says, behold, I come as a thief. This is the last minute warning. Blessed is he that watcheth, keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So the first six vials of the wrath of God have occurred. Then the rapture occurs. So we're at the end of the great tribulation here. And then after the rapture, the Bible says, and he gathered these individuals uh, together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. And then it goes into the seventh vial where it talks about um, a, a great earthquake. It talks about thunders, lightning, lightnings. It talks about great hail that come upon the armies of the, of the uh, world government that have come down against Israel to battle. So. We have speculated for years, Charles, that this, from the 1260 days, the great tribulation happens, or the um, rapture happens, and or we move off into the vials, start being poured out, then the rapture occurs, and then 1209, in, in between those days right there, the 75 days, you have the battle of Armageddon and... The seventh vial, everything is poured out. The Antichrist and the false prophet are cast into the lake of fire. A lot of things have to happen right there. So we have speculated that these things in Revelation 16 didn't happen between um, 1260 and twelve hundred or 1,335 days. That could be what happens during the gap there, the, the 75 days. Again, the Bible doesn't say, you know, after the 1,260 days, then this, this, and this you can kind of tie it together and it looks like that because we know, we know the first vial is poured out after the great tribulation. So it's after the three and a half years. Um, but specifically, you know, can I give you a step-by-step? Yes, step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What happens to the 1260 and 12, or the 1335? No, I cannot. I know what the Bible says happens and um, it's what we speculate will occur. But as far as, you know, the the, time, the specific timing of it all, um, that's the best we've been able to, uh, to come up with, Charles.
3: Well, thanks for taking
0: my call. All right. Thank you much, and God bless you, sir.
3: God bless you, too, now.
0: Um, let's go to Daniel right here in Texas. God bless, Daniel. Welcome to End of the Age.
4: Um, is this for Dan? Yeah, Dan. Right.
0: Yeah. Sorry about okay. that. I called you Daniel. I'm, I, I was just in the Book of Daniel, so I called you Dan. <laughs> no,
4: nope, no problem. All right. As a, um, a matter of fact, out of the Book of Daniel in nine twenty four. Yep. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, I've 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 kind of gone back and forth on when the timing of the uh, uh rapture of the church has been. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a brother ask me a question. He said, uh, in Daniel nine twenty four. He said, who is the 70 weeks determined upon?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And uh, according to that passage, I said, well, it says Daniel, his people, his city. Yes. He goes, who's Daniel's people? I said, well, that's the Jews, Israel, mm-hmm. the city. I said, well, that's Jerusalem. And then he then he took me over to Matthew 24 and 1, and he said, you know, when, when you're looking at the context of Matthew 24, when the disciples are asking the question, there wasn't a church formed at that time. Correct. He said, "These are Jewish men. Jesus did not send them to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. He said he, their purpose was to the Jews." When he said, when he's asking this question, in proper human hermeneutics or interpretation, of the context was yeah. Jesus gave them an answer relative to Jews. Correct. And so, when he's answering the question of when will these times be, and then and so forth, then you get to the end of the tribulation, and it talks about the elect mm-hmm. in Romans. It does call Israel the elect when it starts separating, there's a a remnant of people, it does call them the elect. Mm -hmm. So he said, could Matthew 24 just be referring to an answer to what's going to happen to those elect of the Jews at the end of the tribulation?
0: Right. So if you look in Matthew chapter 24, when they asked Jesus, hey, what's going to be the sign of your coming and of the end of this age, your brother would say that that's only referring to the Jews? That the, what happened, the people of the end of the age here in the rest of the chapter, that's only the Jews that he's referring to?
4: He's saying in the, in the context of his answer to their question, he's answering it from a Jewish reference. So this is what could happen to the Jewish elect here. Right. So Because, because he's going back to Daniel 9 saying, look, it's, the 70 weeks is just for the Jewish people. It's for Daniel, his people. And he says, we don't believe in replacement theology. The church is not Israel.
0: Right, totally agree with that. But if you, replacement theology would say that the church completely replaced the Jews. And we do not believe that. And so you understand that in the early church, there were Jews and Gentiles,
4: right? Absolutely. And and the true Jews, like when he converted Nicodemus in in John chapter 3, he said, you must be born again. So in the new covenant, the true Jew is the one that's converted. And the born again. Yeah. So what
0: I'm saying is, if you look throughout the New Testament, <clears throat> there is uh, like, thir- I think it's like 15 times the word elect is used. Every single yes. time, it's talking about, well, there's the elect angels and there's the, an elect woman that Jesus is, uh, or that Paul is talking to twice. It says the elect woman. Other than that, it's referring to... The church, not the Jews, because there is a there's a scripture that says the election or the um, Israel hath not obtained that's what he seeketh for, but the election hath obtained it. It gives a clear distinction between Israel and the Jews and the election.
4: Correct, but if you go up a couple of verses from there, I think it's referring to that. He talks about when when Elias was saying. There's nobody serving you. And he said, I've got so many thousand people down there that won't bow their knee to fell. Yeah. He's he's referencing it to that there's a remnant referred to in the Old Testament. Absolutely. Do you the remnant in the Old Testament is after all the Gentiles turn, he's going to go back to that Israel group. Yes.
0: Yep. So okay. that happens. Okay, so what, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: So I think what, he, what he's implying from what, what I'm getting out of it, Romans 11, it says, not Israel hath not obtained it, but that election was... There was there was some of those Jews in the time of Elias that would not bow. There was a elect remnant that served God.
0: Yes, but you've got to consider the timing of when the Gentiles is, is the time of the Gentiles is uh, full, fulfilled and when God turns to the Jews. When does that occur? That's the point here. And the Bible says that the Lord will not turn to the Jews fully until His second coming. When He comes back and plants His feet on the Mount of Olives. Prior to that, right. He's still dealing with the Gentiles. The final seven years is not just for the Jews. Because, listen at this, if you look in Revelation chapter 7, the Bible says that it gives a depiction of the remnant of the Jews there. 144,000, 12,000 out of each tribe. The remnant of the Jews, which will be, if you look at the clues in uh, Revelation chapter 14, they're part of the church. The end time church is going to be a Jewish Gentile church, but... It also John also said, I turned and saw a multitude that no man could number out of every kindred, people, tongue, and nation. And the elder looked at John and said, John, where did these individuals come from? They're in heaven, but where they come from? And John says, I don't have a clue. You know. And the elder says, these are they that came out of great tribulation, which is the last three and a half years prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ and the rapture occurring. So John saw a multitude out of every kindred, every people, every tongue. Not just Jews.
4: Yeah, I think there's no, I think free or post doesn't disagree that there's going to be of all tribes in heaven. Yeah, but
0: he said these specifically came out of the great tribulation. That's the whole point. There there are Jews and Gentiles saved. The Lord starts to turn to the Jews. The Bible says the tents of Judah will be saved first prior to his second coming. And so there will be a great revival of Jews. That's one of the reasons we have a Jewish Jerusalem Prophecy College in Jerusalem. But there will be Gentiles saved all during that final seven-year period. Just like early on, there was Jews and Gentiles in the early church, there's going to be Jews and Gentiles in the end-time church. And, but the Bible says in uh, Romans 11, 25, and 26, when the fullness of the Gentiles become in, then all of Israel is going to be saved. When will all of Israel be saved? That's when the Lord comes back at the the uh, Battle of Armageddon, plants his feet on the Mount of Olives, and the Bible says that they will wander out to him and say, "You are our Messiah. You finally come." But then the Bible says they will notice the scars in his hand, and they will say, "Where'd you get those scars in your hand?" He say, "He's going to say these are those with which I got in the house of my friends." And the Bible says at that yeah. point Israel will turn to him in mass.
4: That does and not I, happen I, I until. What's that? I, think the context, I think the context the guy was bringing up to the point when he's answering these Jewish men in Matthew 24, it's in reference to that very statement you just said, at the end of the tribulation, he's going to turn to Israel.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, though, if you understand the timing of the great tribulation here, Jesus said immediately after the tribulation uh, would the rapture occur. When would your brother say the rapture occurs and that the church is taken? Before or after the tribulation?
4: Uh, well, well, he's he's saying it's before, but my point is, is well, that, right, that's the point. You got to get the timing
0: they, of all this down, right, Dan? If if you believe it's going to be before, then you believe the church and the Gentiles are all going to be taken out of here. But if you believe it's after, then you then you understand that Gentiles will be saved all during this time. That's why it's important to understand a post-tribulation what the Bible teaches about that. The so, church so is, sorry. yeah, the church What's is not going to gonna well, be gone prior to that final seven-year period. Hey, Dan, h- hold over the break here if you can, because I want to continue this. Okay. I, I want to make sure yeah. you get it. Um, so everybody, remember, uh, next weekend, coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend, I'll be up in Ann Arbor. You can go to endtime.com and see all of the, um, every- all the information is there going to under events and conferences. All the information is there, and I look forward to having a great conference in Ann Arbor next weekend.
5: Major Internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, You can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search into the H Plus in the App Store or Google Play.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Sorry about that. I I just love these commercials. They, they break into everything. Um, uh, so I have one more point, uh, to make here with you. Uh, and then I've got some other callers. So I mean, I'm happy to have this at another time or off air, but I got some other callers I'm gonna have to get to, but if you got to consider the point that Jesus Christ is teaching here, And he's talking about the people of the end time. They said, what's going to be the sign of your coming and of the end of this age? So he starts talking about people in the end time. And he says, when you, this is Matthew 24, 15. He says, this gospel will be preached unto all nations. Then the end will come. So there will be people on the earth teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Would that be the Jews? That's number one question. Number two. He said, when you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, for then shall be great tribulation, such as never was before, nor never will be again. This is a New Testament prophecy. The Jews do not follow the New Testament. So why would Jesus give a prophecy just to the Jews about the end time, knowing they don't follow the New Testament?
4: And, and, and just kind of reference, I'm just, just trying to picture one thing you're saying. So okay. at the end of the tribulation, the church is raptured, okay? Correct. You're, you're saying at the end of the tribulation. Yes. Then the Lord comes back with 10,000 of his saints. Mm-hmm. So this is immortal people coming back to the earth. Correct. And then all Israel will be saved then, right? Uh,
0: according to Romans eleven twenty five and 26.
4: Yes. Okay, so are they going to be raptured too? At a separate time, because we've already been raptured at the end of the tribulation. They live into the millennial Abraham, reign.
0: And, those uh, individuals live into the millennial reign.
4: But they won't. But when we talk about sitting down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom, were those all Israel being saved? Are they under the? Are they going to be saved according to the same plan of salvation as the New Testament church?
0: Well, Jesus told Nicodemus, "Except a man's born again, he can't enter or see the kingdom of God." So it will at least have to be the born again plan of salvation.
4: Yeah. So they'll be raptured up into heaven, too, even though we've been raptured before and we come back to the earth, meet him, all Israel will be safe. They're going to be taken up into heaven later, too. In well, so
0: the, there is a great white throne of judgment coming at the end of the 1,000-year millennial reign. Yeah,
4: and those second yeah,
0: those that, those that have Yeah, those that have been raptured do not stand before God at the great white throne of judgment. But there will be people when the books are opened, and he will either say, enter in thou good and faithful servant, or... Depart from me, you work of inequity. Oh, I never knew you. Okay. And okay, so, so you're yeah.
4: That that, that, that's all Israel saved at the end. No, no. Be the the, Israel, Israel is saved
0: at the time when he comes back, plants his feet on the Mount of Olives at the end of the Battle of Armageddon. But they live with into, the as mortals, into the millennial reign. With the church, when we come back with them. Right. So the church will be immortal. Okay. And we will be ruling and reigning as kings and priests with God. For 1,000 years. We will be ruling over mortal individuals. Jews will be part of that mortals, of those mortals. Okay. And they're
4: not part of the church? I'm sorry? You're kind of distinguishing the church from those all Israel saved there. I am distinguishing
0: those that are raptured from those individuals. Those that have been given immortal bodies and went in the rapture, and those that are saved during the 1,000-year millennial reign. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There is a distinction there. I mean, if somebody uh, saved okay. five hundred years into it, they'll be different than yeah. the immortals that are ruling over them. There is going. There is a distinction.
4: Yeah, and I, I, I agree with all I agree with the three and a half year timing too. Yeah, it's, you know, I just uh, the question is: is is the time of Jacob's trouble just for Jacob? Is the seventy weeks just for Israel?
0: Yeah. Well, so the Bible says that the Antichrist, who will be here during that final three and one and a half years, that he makes war against the saints. If the saints yeah. are gone, who is he making war with? The Jews haven't been saved yet. And if, you're, if yeah. the pre-tribulation rapture is true, then the saints are gone. Then Revelation chapter 13, where it says the Antichrist makes war against the saints, who is he making yeah. war against?
4: If very we're gone. Point. Yeah, yeah very and, very and
0: also the Bible says in Revelation 12 that the... That when there's a war in heaven, Satan and his angels are defeated by Michael and his angels. Satan is bound to the earth. The Bible says, woe unto the, the, um, the inhabitants of the earth, because Satan comes down unto you having great wrath. And he persecutes the woman with the 12 stars around her head, which is Israel, and those that have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Well, that's the church. That's not the Jews. Okay. So, so the church absolutely will still be here. Uh, there, I can prove that a plethora of ways. And another thing, uh, Dan, there's not one verse. I, I, we went to the pre-trib, post-trib thing for years. I've told people, if you can give me one, just one verse, there's 31,000 plus verses in the Bible. If you can give me just one scripture that says the rapture where the Lord sends his angels with the sound of a trump to gather the church or the elect out before the great tribulation happens, I'll change my mind. But you know well, the what? Guy, the I've told that, the that, that to pastors, yeah. missionaries, seminary students, college graduates, people from all walks of life. And I've never got that scripture. You know why? Because it's simply not in there.
4: The, the guy that implied to me that when we, he was talking to me, when I was post to he shared that, asking those questions. He said, the question he said, the time of the Gentiles, or what we call that gap between the 69th and 70th week, is when all the Gentiles comes in, he takes the church and then he turns back to Israel which is the 70th week, which is to be determined upon Israel.
0: Then that would contradict Daniel 7, where Daniel said, I saw people in heaven that come out of every people, kindred, tongue, and nation. And the elder told him that they come out of the great tribulation. That would not be possible if what your friend is
4: saying is true. Okay. I know you. I, I don't want to hog up your time, but no, but no, I love yeah, this I think, stuff.
0: I'm, I'm just saying, I if it, I'm, I'm I'm trying to help you out with your. Did you say it was your brother or your friend?
4: It, it's a, it's a it's another pastor friend asking me this okay. question. I said, well, I'm yeah, yeah. thought about this. The know, why, it's just good to I, I, you know all the counsel of God. I got yeah, it, no, I totally I, agree with you. That if yeah. you look at, and I know. You know, in our organization, we allow pre, mid, or post. It's not a heaven or hell issue. I totally brother, agree. Yeah, Brother Baxter said it. He said, "If we go up early, said, I'm glad you're right." Yeah. Well, my father in law
0: went. My father in law went pre-trib, so I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so I, I just the thing is, Dan, is that there are there are lots of scriptures that prove a post-trib rapture. We could go through all of them. I'm not going to take time to today. But if you look at that one of one of your friend, Pastor friend's contentions is that. It's only the Jews during the final seven years. If you understand the Great Tribulation is the last three and a half years of that. And no, if, he
4: taught that he taught that the Great Tribulation is only three and a half years.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is if he understands during the Great Tribulation, if you take him to Revelation seven, Revelation seven nine through verse thirteen, it specifically says that there were people from every kindred, people, tongue, and nation that were saved during the great tribulation period. That's not possible with a pre-tribulation rapture.
4: Yeah, if he if, if he's not, if all the Gentiles are taken out, there's no more chance for Gentiles. That'd be true. Yeah. Well, right. Or he's okay.
0: saying that your friend is saying that during the final seven years, only Jews will be saved. Correct. No, that the I time can of the Gentiles has been you fulfilled. Know
4: how you, you, you'll have you'll have you know how they'll talk about uh, tribulation saints or you know things like that well, right, but
0: your uh, your friend said that during Daniel's seventieth week that the times of the Gentiles is fulfilled, and God turns back to the Jews. That's the contention here, but Daniel seven yes. completely contradicts that thought process
4: because he sees them out of well, I think he said when he sees them out of retrived nation ton, just like at the at the great white throne too, or maybe this is what were you referring to before that, but there's Jews and Gentiles in heaven because Paul, if the rapture happened pre-trib, Paul's there, and the Gentiles are there. There's Gentiles and Jews there, you know. If it was that way,
0: right? But the the elder specifically said these came out of great tribulation,
4: so it's yeah, the, and I think it, yeah, it's, right, I, there at the, I, it's I, right there. It's right there at the very end, yeah. Yeah, and and I think that you know it talks about when he ta- I asked him about those that were beheaded because they didn't take the mark. They, yeah. They, you know, they, they that talks about people born again because I had a question about, and I agree with you that it's the same plan of salvation that that eternal gospel, whether it's pre mid, or post. There's a it's a one gospel. That you can't preach another gospel. That's it. Yeah. Days. Absolutely. Yeah, it,
0: and the plan yeah, of it, salvation, the plan of salvation and all the different dispensations has been progressive. We've never went backwards. You, we had the, yeah. the the plan of salvation when they came out of Egypt. We had the tabernacle plan, the temple plan. And then we have today we have the born again plan of salvation. So to, to think we're going to go off into the millennial reign and have some type of different type situation. I, I, yeah. I The Bible doesn't tell us what the plan of salvation will be, but it's not going to be we're not going to go back ten steps we're gonna it'll be this plus if it is you know i i don't know what it is but it's not going to be we're not going to go backwards
4: well if, if unless if you think about it, unless the canons if the canons closed then there then we got the gospel we know what it is absolutely yeah yep the everlasting gospel yes yes i agree with that it's yeah I'm amen hey, the the thing yeah. is right. Dan I,
0: yeah the thing is, I love talking about all this and trying to decide when it is, but the main point is just be ready, yeah, I amen. mean, get your name yeah. in the land's book of life because uh-huh. honestly, I could be taken out of here this afternoon going to dinner, yeah, and so the main thing is i i mean i hey, I want to know what the Bible says about it all, but my father in law was taken, I could be taken, none of us are promised tomorrow. So the main thing, yeah. really, to you and everybody out there, just be ready to go at all times. And I and I appreciate yeah. Brother
4: Baxter saying that. He always said, "Be ready because you could get an accident tomorrow." He That's exactly saying, right. Live loosely, and I've heard people say, "Well, if you're post-trib, you're looking for the Antichrist. If you're pre-trib, you're looking for the Christ." <laughs> and then, but, but but Brother Baxter was always right that you you always got to be ready.
0: That's exactly right. I mean, none of us, none of us are promised tomorrow. None of us. Yeah. And so, all right, good talking with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, Dan, and you too, Dan. God bless you. Thank you for the call. Wow, I spent a lot of time on that one, but very, very important. Uh, you know, I, I do want to know the truth of what the Bible says about the timing of the rapture. It's very important because we believe in a post that the rapture happens at the very end. If I'm mistaken, and which I don't think we are, but if, if we're mistaken and it's a pre-trib, hallelujah. I mean, I'm, I'm you know... I I don't think that's going to happen, but I would not be opposed to that. Um, My father-in-law went pre-trib. There's a possibility I could. I mean, I'm 52. I'm in good health. Uh, I think we've got, there's a huge role for the church still to play in the end time. There's The greatest time of revival the world's ever known is ahead of us. But regardless of whether, you know, whether it's pre, post, mid, whatever, um, you've got to be ready to go, folks. The Bible says everyone has to have, the Bible says this, the Bible says everyone will worship the Antichrist whose name is not written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation chapter 13. So you've got to get your name written in the book. Beyond anything, it, it, it's great to have a good education. It's, it's, it's okay to have a little nest egg put back in case of emergency. It's okay to have a nice boat. It's okay to have a nice house. It's okay to do go on vacation. There's nothing wrong with any of that in this life. Having a Providing for your family, you should do that. But the number one priority on your list, absolutely. I know a lot of people say, well, I've got a bucket list. Well, you, number one. Beyond any kind of a bucket list is number one priority in your life. Get your name in the land's book of life. Be born again, according to the New Testament plan of salvation. That's number one. Now, beyond that, yeah, the Bible says, occupy till I come. Go on vacation, uh, spend time with your family, get a good education, so that you can work for the Lord and use all of the things that he's the blessings that he's given you to preach and teach this gospel around the world because the end time is now that's what we're doing and so yeah we for all of you listening yeah we do go back and forth and try to figure out different things but number one the message of the entire bible is be ready to go because the lord's coming back before very long to gather a church to gather his bride and he's coming back for a bride who is called by his name make yourself ready
6: Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com.
0: Well, welcome back, everybody. And uh, man, I think everybody's on vacation. I've had three calls today. And so that's uh, kind of unique for an open line. Normally, I can't get to everybody. But uh, my last uh, caller, maybe it's just internet, is Jackie from Tennessee. Um, Jackie, are you with me? Yes, I am. Okay, Jackie, how are you? God bless. Welcome to End of the Age.
3: I'm doing well, thank you. Good, good. God bless you. Yeah,
0: absolutely. God bless um, y'all.
3: I have a couple of questions. I uh, don't want to take too much time. One is pretty insignificant, but it just bothers, or not bothers me, but just out of... I always think about it every time I watch you guys, and I think you might have changed it since just a few days ago. But okay. in the background, there is something that is a, looks like a book uh, and a little statue of maybe Nebuchadnezzar. Is that a book sitting beside it? It's in your like it would be on your right. Yeah, honey. yeah.
0: So it the the book beside that is. A, and the cover of the original copy of our magazine, End Time Magazine, that started in 1991. Oh, okay. That's the first cover okay. was Gorbachev killing communism. It's got a sword through it, and that's what that is.
3: Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. I've always wondered about
0: that. Yeah, okay, that's what it well, is.
3: All right. Well, now You got me I'll looking around our
0: field set now like, what's behind me? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: so, I am an end of the age subscriber and I've watched Urban Baxter's, uh, the different videos on Revelation and understanding the end times. Yeah. And I was baptized, um, probably about 12 years ago. Um, my husband at the time and I both were, and our children were baptized in a Baptist church, mm-hmm. um, and I don't remember at the time what they said during the baptism, if it was under, uh, you know, Jesus Christ or in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, and when I watch Urban's videos and he says that you should be baptized um, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So now I'm, Concerned, And I'm wondering if I need to get baptized again just
0: because I don't know what the verbiage was. So if that's, I've had a lot of people over the years, because we've baptized, man, thousands of people over the years. And I've had a lot of people come to me and say, you know what? I don't really remember. I was baptized when I was 10. I don't know what the guy Mm -hmm. said, Um, you know, right on down the line. So uh, you're asking me. What should you do if you don't remember the formula that was used for baptism? um, Mm -hmm. It really would. You know, sometimes you I've had people call the pastor and say, what did you say? You know, or sometimes Uh it says sometimes it says on their uh, baptismal certificate. But Mm -hmm. I I, I will give you the formula that was used in Scripture. And then I've got a brochure that I would like to send you. Um, or you can go to endtime.com and see it. It's called, What Do You Mean Born Again? And it goes through all the scriptures in detail. But for sake of time here, because I'm coming up to the end of the program, uh, I'll give you the scriptures. In Matthew 28, 19, Jesus said, mm-hmm. go, he's talking to the apostles. And uh, actually, I'm going to start with Matthew twenty eight eighteen. He said, and Jesus uh, came unto them and he said, all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. And Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, 19, he said, Go ye therefore teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So the question is, how should you baptize? And it, we go by the scriptural formula because this here, Jesus said baptizing them in the name. Singular, not names. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is not names. The name, singular. So how did they baptize? Well, you remember that God gave, Jesus gave Peter the keys to the kingdom. The keys to unlock the door into the kingdom. How did that, how did he give us the keys to the kingdom? If you go to Acts chapter 2, it says that when the day, day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one mind and one accord. And they were all, this is when the Holy Ghost was poured out. Poured out Acts 2, 1 through 4. Then he says, hey, this is the, in, in essence, this is his, um, he says, you know, they say, well, these guys are drunk. And he says, nope, they're not drunk, as you suppose, seeing it is but nine o'clock in the morning. But he says, uh, in essence, he said, this is that what that was spoken of by the prophet Joel. And that, um, that in the last days, I will pour up my spirit upon all flesh. Then he turns and he says, in essence, men and brethren, don't you understand what just happened? Jesus Christ was the Messiah we've been looking for, and you put him to death. And they said, the Bible says in Acts 2, 37, that they were pricked in their heart. And they, they said, well, what can we do to be saved? In essence, we, we've got this man's blood on our hands. What can we do? And Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, he said, baptizing them in the name Singular Matthew twenty eight nineteen of the Father Son and Holy Ghost, but he doesn't give the name there. So in Matt in Acts two thirty eight he get, Peter gives the name because they knew what the name of the Father Son and Holy Ghost was. So when you go to Acts two thirty eight the Bible says then Peter said unto them Repent, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now there are there are uh, thousands of conversions in the Book of Acts. And every single time they baptized in that name, Jesus. So if you, again, for all of the verses, I've got something that lays this out in detail. If I want to give you the brochure. It's a free brochure. What do you mean born again? And um, and it goes through that in great detail. And it gives you all the scriptures letting you know why the name, why it's so important, Um, and everything. So I'd like to send that to you. So if you call back, Jackie, 1-800-363-8463, ask them for a What Do You Mean Born Again track, they'll send you one for free, or you can go to endtime.com, and um, and we will, and it's right down there on the bottom of the homepage. You can answer the question. And it gives all the verses and things like that. Again, I'm coming up to the end of my program here, and I'm not gonna have time to go into the whole, uh, to all the Mm -hmm. verses and things that tie into it. I apologize, okay.
3: but well. Uh, so if if I was if I was to call that church and they say that they baptize in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, does that do I need to go get baptized again in the name of Jesus?
0: Well, what I would well, so I would recommend that you read the What Do You Mean Born Again track because I want you to understand the whole thing. Okay, and okay. It, you, do you think you can get a hold of the church? Yes. Okay. Well, call them. And then I tell you what, call them and call me back here at end time uh, and when I've got a little more time here and I'll walk you through the whole thing. Okay. And I'll give you all the scriptures okay. and things like that. Just ask for Dave Robbins and uh, I'll make sure that they I say, hey, if Jackie calls, I'll take the call because I do, I've got some okay. other, uh, some people I'm going to have to try to get through before the end of the program. Okay. But I'll answer all your questions and uh, make sure you're taken care of.
3: Okay. All right, I'll Jackie. I appreciate it very much.
0: Thank you much. God bless you. God
3: bless you.
0: So let's go to Trey right here in Texas. God bless Trey. Welcome to End of the AIDS. And so uh, Trey, I guess Trey's, it's on the internet. Trey's requesting that I read the Gettysburg Address. Okay. Um, So I went through that back in high school. And uh, a wonderful document. Will I read it again in the near future? I'll do my best. Uh, all I do day and night is read and consume information. And so uh, I'll try to fit that in and then we'll, uh, we'll perhaps talk about it in the future. Okay, Trey, thank you very much. God bless you. I got something else I want to cover here really quick before I let you go for the weekend. Tying into what uh, the conversation that I had with Dan and the, the pre-post-trib rapture and things like that, I know we're always going down all these different roads. But some people have said that because of Matthew twenty four thirty six, which says, But of the day and hour knoweth no man, uh, no, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only, that no one can understand Bible prophecy, <clears throat> and there will be there will not they will not be able to know the timing of the rapture because of the scripture here that says, No man knoweth the day or the hour. Well, this is actually not scriptural, because Bible prophecy, number one, is about 30% of the entire Bible. If it's not meant to be understood, why did God put it in there? Think about that. Why would God make sure that there were 30% of the Bible was prophecy if it was not meant to be understood? In this verse, the word knoweth is the present tense form of the word know. Therefore, they could not know back then. It was not possible They uh, they didn't understand the writings. None of the apostles understood the writings of Daniel, nor did they understand the book of Revelation. And so John didn't understand from Revelation 4 to Revelation 22. He didn't understand future events that were going to transpire hundreds and even thousands of years beyond him. He didn't understand Revelation. So they they couldn't know. And the, the We know they didn't know. The apostles actually asked Jesus in Acts chapter 1, verse 6 through 7. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? I mean, these guys didn't have a clue. He had talked to them in Matthew 24 and different things, but they had no idea. And he said unto them, it's not for you guys to know the times or the seasons, which the Father hath put in his own power. So they couldn't know. But we can know. Think about this. Revelation one is the revelation or the unveiling of Jesus Christ. And which God gave unto John to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. So it's the unveiling or the revealing. It's, and there are four accounts of the revealing of Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation And all four of them are beyond Revelation chapter 4. They're they're included between Revelation 4, 1, and Revelation 22. And so, they are meant for us to understand. Those events would transpire, uh, many of them, during our lifetime. Many of them prior to me, even. Some of the seals and things happened before I was even born. And... Some of the trumpets happened before I was even born. The first and second trumpet, World War I, World War II, that happened before I was even born. But Daniel twelve eight through 10, Daniel said, and I heard and I understood not. And I said, Lord, what are these things? When, when are these things going to end? And the Lord said, go thy way, Daniel. The words are clear, clear, closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Those that are wanting to know more, studying and wanting to know more about the prophecies, they're going to understand. Matthew twenty four fourteen through 15. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for the witness unto all nations. Then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. The Bible says, whoso readeth, let him understand. Jesus is talking about, about us here. Those that are at the end of the age, let them understand. And then in Revelation 13, 16 to 18, when it's talking about the mark of the beast, it says, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is Wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six, six, six. So the Bible tells us in many places during those times, in the end time, there will be people that do have an understanding of the prophecies. And the Bible says in Daniel eleven that we will instruct many. They that do know their God shall be strong to exploit, they that understand among the people shall be instructing many that's exactly what we're doing here every day at end of the age and i want to say god bless each and every one of you as we try to understand these prophecies have a great weekend
2: this has been end of the age brought to you by the faithful partners of end time ministries if you're not currently a partner with end time ministries or if you would like more information